Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Real Estate Investing Club, the place investors go to learn tips, tricks, and stories from other investors in the field. If you feel we provide a value to you, go ahead and hit that thumbs up, share, whatever it may be. And if you'd like for us to cover a specific topic, let us know in the comments or reach out to us through our website. Today, we have a very special guest, so buckle up, grab your pen and paper, and enjoy the ride. Right, we are live. Sean, thank you very much for joining us today. How are you doing? I'm doing good. Thanks for having me. Absolutely, absolutely. Thanks for joining us. It's uh, if everybody listening, there's a little bit of construction going on. Um, this is COVID time, so I am doing this from my house. Um, so you might hear a jackhammer or two. So you know that's fair warning. Um, Sean, yeah, again, thank you for joining on. Um, to get us started, why don't you tell everybody who you are, where you're from, and how you got started in real estate in the first place. Okay, my name is Sean Honer. I am originally from North Florida, a little town called Palaka. Uh, what do you think about minutes. that one for a second? I did. I've been going for a <laughs> while, so since 1993. So right. um, I actually um, got into real estate about two years ago okay my mom had a property that uh she had and she inherited the property from uh her mother and basically she said hey look getting too much for me do you want it absolutely thank you and i took that property uh from her did a little rehab on it probably put about you know seven eight thousand dollars to that property um got it up and going and found a, a tenant, renting the house out. And I'm like, wow, I like this. So after six months, I said, you know what? I can do this again. And uh, when I found a second property, you know, <laughs> I did. And, um, and from there on, exactly two years ago, it's been, it's been good. It's been almost like a, a tattoo, you know, getting, addictive to it, you know what I'm saying? You want another one, you want another one. So <laughs> I love, so. that's a great analogy. I love that. Yep. So that, that's a cool story. So, um, you know, what were you doing before you got into real estate? So I actually work for Homeland Security. Okay. Um, and I've been doing this for uh, Homeland Security for uh, 20 years. And before Homeland Security, I was actually a U.S. military. Oh, wow. Okay. And so with the, my Homeland Security uh, position, now and the u.s military i mean i travel a lot of places and been all around the world and, imagine. And I, oh my god it's taken to me over 40 countries that i've been to and so just seeing the uh golly just being in a position where you see so many uh business deals going on you know with my current job you know like wow i want a piece of that too so when my mom introduced me to that property you know I mean, I took that experience what I've seen in the past years and just put it together. And I tell you, it's been phenomenal. I mean, I cannot explain to you how good this real estate game has been for me. I love it. So. I love it. I'm excited <laughs> to dive into that. So um, just to recap, it sounds like, you know, um, you were in Homeland Security for over 20 years, which is an awesome, yeah. awesome career. And before that, you were in uh, in the military. Um, and just a couple of years ago, your your aunt, you said? Um, My mother. Like your mother, your mother, and uh, yep. you inherited a property. 
Um, it needed a little bit of love. You gave it that love that it needed. Um, and then it's, you started renting it out. Um, and you just, you know, the light bulb kind of clicked like, wow, damn, yes. this is, this works. I like it. Absolutely. <laughs> so you, you went on to your next property and, uh, and it's only been, you know, uphill or downhill, however you like to, to see it, um, since that yep. point. Yep. That, that is true. Uh, that's exactly what has happened. And, and Gabe, I'll tell you, um, uh, just from that two years ago, from that first property, um, of June of, of 18, there's been many more afterwards. <laughs> so, and again, what's your, uh, non, what's your total nonstop? What's your total number okay, right so, now? So the total number now, um, we own actually seven properties as okay. of right now. It's uh, good. Our late, our latest deal was actually a triplex. Ooh, great. And that deal was uh, down in Florida, actually. And um, it was just, and that triplex basically is situated in the uh, the, the main city, of uh, a city down in Florida, where it's on like a acre, acre and a half lot, this triplex. And so my goal is to do something more to that, <laughs> on that property, put something else on there. So. I like it. You're already thinking from the development oh, mindset. Oh, gosh, yes. That's, uh, that's I great. really, really am. I really am. One of the things that I love about real estate the most is how, um, you know, once you get your toe in the water and you just start to see, you know, you start to see the different possibilities that are that are available in real estate, you just get excited and you're like, ah, I can build a, I can build another lot over here and I can, you just branch out into all the different niches so I can, I yeah, can absolutely. pop the bug. Yeah. Yep, that's absolutely correct. And and that's one of the things I think we all should be doing, you know. So, I mean, there room to grow. I mean, jump on it, you know. So, and with this triplex, um, there's so much room to grow on that, 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 those grounds. I mean, I'm looking at either another triplex or even a storage unit. <laughs> they go on there. So, I love it. I love it. Yeah. Awesome. So, um, I mean, that's a great starting out story. I'm, I'm, I'm really excited to dive in a little bit more. So why don't you, why don't you tell us more about, you know, your, the nuts and bolts of your business. Um, so you're doing, you're, you're doing buy and holds. It sounds like. So, um, tell us what is your bread and butter? Is it buy and holds? Do you do flips as well? Um, and how do you go about, you know, sourcing those properties? Okay. Good question. So when I first dived into it, that was my main uh, goal with just the purchase my real estate and just keep way over. I'm not selling the property. I'm keeping this property. Uh, experience is a good teacher. And when I first started, you know, with the real estate game, I spent too much money, you know, just trying to get these properties going, you know. Uh, so finally, I said, you know what? If I can flip one, I probably can uh, free up some debt and um, actually pocket some money and actually invest, you know, to for the properties. So okay, that's exactly what I did. And I said I would never sell a property. I will always keep them and <laughs> hoard my properties. Um, so earlier this year, I end up selling that property that I basically inherited from my mom. You know, gave it to me. And um that was the first property. It, it was it was bittersweet, you know, kind of 
getting it and, and then getting giving back away, selling the property, you know, but I knew it needed to be done just to really rip some money. So with that same, um, those, those funds, what I used for was basically uh, a couple of things. I actually brought another house with the proceeds I got from that flip. And I also made a great down payment for that triplex that I just purchased. And then I wanted to do was free up some debt and basically I paid some bills, you know, with those proceeds of that sale. Now, my goal going forward is to hold, you know, everything I have, you know, just my preference. You know, I don't knock anyone who wants to, you know, just flip to flip. But um, so now just the seven properties I have, my intention is to keep those properties for a while. And, and one of the things why I do that, Again, I mentioned to you, I work at Homeland Security, and I am retiring from the agency in three years. When I retire from the agency, I basically just don't want to have my pension coming in, but also this income from my real estate, you know, because I like to travel, you know. So, and that's one of the things going forward is buying them and just holding these properties, you know. So, and and again, three years ago, I retired. So I have a lot more buying to do. <laughs> the negotiation, you know what I'm saying? Just to get where I want to get. So my goal is to get at least 30 plus properties by the time I retire in three years. And once I get those 30 plus properties, I want to have, this may sound kind of corny, but I'm going to tell you this. My goal is to have um, each property on a certain due date, one on the first, one on the second, one on the third, that every day money is coming to my, my account every day. So that, that's, that's my goal. So, I, I mean, it was you, sound funny, you know, but yeah, man. So I think it's kind of funny, but you know, but that's, that's, where, that's where I'm at. So. Awesome. <laughs> so, so, yeah. uh, so you're trying to go from, from zero properties to 30 properties in five years flat. I, I, that's a good yes. goal. And, uh, and yes, it sounds like it'll be uh, it'll be great for your retirement um, coming forward. So uh, going back to you know how you actually operate your business itself, um, you know you've got seven properties so far over the course of two years, um, which means you know you it sounds like you're pretty good at locating these properties. Um, how is it that you go about you know finding the deals that you're investing in besides that first one because that was a gimme. That that was a <laughs> gimme. That was a gimme. So. Um, one of the ways that I'm probably online looking at least four to five times a week and um, you know, websites like realestate.com. Yeah, um, but I tell you what, what I've gotten into here is these properties that's up for auction. They basically bank owned properties. Mm-hmm. And I just purchased one for 20 $5,000. This property appraised easily $75,000. Okay. That's and of course, it needs it need some work. You know, most of, most of them do, you know. And so, really, going forward now, I've got a great rapport with the uh, this company that basically um, um, auctioning properties off, and, and that's what I'm going through. And that's probably what I'll be doing the rest of the year. You know, so interesting. Um, yeah, yeah, that's um, a 
I'm uh, so I'm lo- located in Seattle, which is um, a little bit different of a market. Uh, which market are you investing in again? Uh, single family. Uh, no, which market? Which uh, location? Oh, down here in Georgia. Sorry. In down here in uh, Georgia, you said Georgia. That's great. Yeah, Georgia. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, I I I mean, up here there are people that do it, but uh, uh, paying cash for foreclosures. I mean, you got to be using hard money loans. So it sounds like it's it's a lot. Um, it's a lot, you know, more feasible down in that area. Do you use your own money to buy these uh, properties on foreclosure, or yeah, are you is, using hard money loans? This is my. This is all my money. I have. I have never used uh, uh, hard money uh, lenders. Uh, it, the, the good thing about this gate is that you know, again, uh, my job is you know I, I do pretty well, you know, so I'm able to. Uh, tap into, you know, savings, you know, to go get these properties. So, um, and then remember when I told you that I actually uh, sold one, the, the first property. So those proceeds basically have been going towards buying the property. Now, with that being said, I have used uh, owner finance as well. Oh, nice. Very nice. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I have used owner financing as well with two properties that I have and that worked very well, you know, using those in the financing. And, um, and matter of fact, if I, if I can't get it from the options, you know, where we just paint up my pocket, um, that's where I, I go usually with owner financing. And again, I, I've had nothing but great success with that. You know, so I'm sure it's some horror stories and my financing, but I mean, everything is done through attorney, you know, so I think legit. So it's nothing to come back where, you know, it won't bite me. So. Right. Yep. No, I mean, in my opinion, owner financing is the best way to go because you don't have to deal with banks. You don't have to go, right. you don't have to put your own money out there. Um, so I, I mean, whoever says, whoever's against owner financing, I, uh, I'm, I'm not in their camp. I think you're doing the right, right moves there for sure. Yes, sir. So, uh, so, it sounds like you're to get the properties, you know, the first one you got from an inheritance. And since then um, you've been kind of looking to buy them at foreclosure um, and you're using your own money as well as the the money that you got from flipping the first house that you had. Is that about right? That's about right. Yep. Awesome. I love it. So do you have any specific criteria that you look for when you buy um, these houses? I do. That's a great question because, um, I've had someone come to me and say, hey, you know, um, I got this property and um, you should really take a look at it. And my first question is, um, is it brick? Is it uh, cinder block? Is it is a wood house? A frame? So I prefer, I you know, I want a foundation. Yeah, I, I want something that's sturdy. You know what I'm saying? Sturdy that I can go in there and, and build one. Because yeah. unfortunately, you know, you have a lot of homes, that are, wood homes are, I don't know, just not as solid, you know, as, you know, these brick homes or these block homes, you know, so, and I have much success with that. So it'd be very hard for me to go buy uh, anything, you know, besides a brick home. And so each one of my homes, I mean, even this triplex down here in Florida, I mean, it's a center block home, you know, and uh, it's made well that I think was built in the 60s or 70s, you know, and my intention is to, you know, 
throw some paint on the wall and <laughs> update some of the, the stuff inside, you know, and, and there you go. There you go. 2020 home again, you know. <laughs> so, <Yeah. laughs> so, so when you look for properties, you really look for properties with good bones. You don't, um, you're not looking for the, the ones, the near teardowns, the ones that you got to take down to the studs. Um, you want a property that's, it's on a, it's on a foundation, you know, no mobile homes. You want good bones. Um, you're not looking for, you know, severe rehabs. Right. Because again, when I went to the first inheritance of that property, I put too much money into it. Yep. You know, I really did. And that's a mistake that a lot of newcomers, they're doing. They're throwing uh, their savings. They're throwing, you know, borrowed money into a home just to get it, um, you know, rehab and get it back, you know, going again for a tenant or for sale. But no, I have a limit probably uh, no more between, again, I mean, 10 is the max, but I try to stick with seven or 8,000 uh, where I go back in and were able to find a tenant, you know, so, but wow. the home has to be somewhat decent. You know, I cannot just go anything and purchase, you know, so. Yeah. That's a seven or 8,000 in rehab is, is like literally just painting the walls here in, here in Seattle. So I'm, uh, I'm jealous of that. Really? <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> I mean, man. it's more than just painting the walls, but oh a, you my can't goodness. do much of that much, that amount down here so or up here. Um, but I love it. I mean, you got your strategy, uh, you have your location, um, you have your acquisition strategy as well. And so you've got your business, it's buttoned up. Um, and it's only been two years, which is a, a major accomplishment. Yeah. So congratulations on that. Thank you. I appreciate that. I, I do appreciate that. And, you know, one of the biggest thing is also just really uh, learning to take my time, learning to uh, uh, be humble. And that comes with asking the questions. That comes with reading solid books by authors, you know, uh, to teach me those things. Um, but definitely just trying to stay humble with this thing. So <laughs> I love it. I love it. All right. So I'm going to, um, I'm going to move us along here a little bit. Um, we try to keep these two around 25 to 30 minutes. So I want to ask a little bit about the, the specific stories. We're going to move on from the nuts and bolts. I want to hear stories, you know, what has Sean experienced? Um, we all know real estate. It's a roller coaster. It goes up, goes down emotionally and physically and, and financially. Um, so take us to one of the times when you were kind of, you know, hit, you know, you were blindsided. Um, something that, you know, jumped out of the woodworks you didn't expect. Um, and what was the lesson that you t uh, took out of that one? Mm. Um, <laughs> well, <laughs> this is an interesting story here. So one of my mentors here, basically, you know, I told you about the owner financing, you know, properties. So he had basically a property he say hey look you know i'll sell you this property and i'm like okay I, um I, I didn't care for it too much because i knew it wasn't a brick home i told you i like to have a brick home cinder block home and it was basically a wood frame home i went ahead and purchased that home and that was probably my my third home you know out of, out of the seven and so Going in there, I inherited some tenants who were very, well, different. I tell you, different. I mean, <laughs> and, and they're still different, you know. And, and when I say different, I'm talking about um, 
they it's hard to really just be mean to people, you know, uh, just, I don't know. It's a, it's a whole other story. But anyway, <laughs> what I was blindsided about, it's just what I was blindsided about with him, with him basically is I didn't do the inspections like I should have. Uh. And it taught me a lesson where he had his tenants inside his home. And basically these tenants was okay with that living condition. Now, one thing about Sugar Bear Properties is that I always tell, tell myself first, and I also tell people, each home I have, I will move in there or have my mom move in there. That's love the it. quality yes. I put into my home. And I, and I mean that, Gabe. You know, it's really, really great properties that I let my, my company provide. So this home here needed uh, a, a substantial amount of work. And I just basically trusted him to go along with them. He sold me the home, not trying to finagle, go behind my, you know, and then sell me a piece of junk. I should have just done the legwork. I should have went in there and basically done the inspection, the walkthrough. Um, and, and, and I did. And so now that home definitely needs probably more than $10,000 worth of work. It needs a roof, it needs, it needs a paint job, it needs some flooring. So that's probably the worst. That's, that's the uh, what I learned from. Just I don't care who you buy it from. Just inspect the house, you know. Um, yeah, so... No, I, that that is really good advice. Um, I mean, it's it's really tempting when you're a new investor and you're just so eager to you know pull the trigger on a specific property um, to not get an inspection. But uh, you know, if you don't do that, you don't. There's you don't know what you don't know, and something could come up to bite you down the road. So um, it's a tough lesson to learn. I'm glad you came out the other side. It doesn't sound like it. You know, put you uh, put you too far in the hole. But um, but you know, we all have those lessons. It comes to every realtor so or real estate investor. Right. So. Awesome. Yep, that's true. <clears throat> All right, so um, I want to hear a little bit about you know what drives you, you know, Sean. What drives Sean forward? Um, we all have those things that we do that like really, you know, it really contributes to our our individual success. Um, and so, what is it like? What habits do you have that you, you know, looking back, reflecting on your career, have really contributed to you know getting to where you are buying those seven properties? What are, what are the things that you do, you know, day in day out that that um, that contribute the most to your success? Um, I tell you, the groundwork is my family. You know, I tell you, my yeah. sons. Um, so I have two teenage sons. It's a seventeen-year-old and a fifteen-year-old. And I grew up basically without a father. And one of the things in life is, in my life, is that I wanted something different with them. Uh, growing up in a single family household, um, uh, absent father, and did not have the push that I needed. Meaning that um, someone to sit down and talk finances with me. So when, you know, a father to sit down and basically uh, give me a roadmap to this thing we call life. So um, now, at, 40, at 45, I look at this and say, okay, Sean, you have two sons. They look up to you. You have to go out there and do the best you can. And so that's why at 11 o'clock at night, in the morning, I'm here at my table 
you know, trying to make sure I execute that and make that happen. Uh, this property thing, you know, this investment, it will wake you up sometimes at four o'clock in the morning. And you're sitting here quiet in a room, you know, you're on the internet, you're looking at different deals, you're looking at how can I enhance my uh, my ability to, to, to buy more, and, you know, so my kids, my kids are really, they drive me. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. Yeah. I love it. That's so, your, your kids are your why, and that is a very important thing. Yes, there you go. My, 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 my sons are my why, you know, and maybe they don't even understand it right now, but they will by and by. You'll see why dad does what he does, you know, he does, you know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> so it's simple, you know, yeah. and, yep. and, and, and not just that, you know, again, going back to the travel piece as well. So once I do retire in three years, I want to be able to financially support my wife and I, and also my sons and their family, meaning for a trip. So one thing I told my wife, I said, babe, when I retire, I want to do an annual trip where you and I take our sons, take their wives, take our grandkids, and we go on this elaborate, this vacation, Costa Rica, Spain, whatever. But I want to be able to put that deal. I want to be able to say, hey, look, I got the flight, I got the hotel. You know, that's my gift to you each year. So, <laughs> so that's what pushed me. Yeah, my family pushed me, man. Really my sons and my wife, they pushed me. You know, I love it. that's yeah. why I get up and do this thing. Yep. <laughs> and the vacation thing is especially because it's something you can visualize, you know, you can see yourself out there with your family. You know, they don't have yep. any financial worries. They're like, you know what? We're here with dad. We're enjoying it. Um, so that's great. I'm, I'm glad to hear that. So um, we Thank are you. at we are at the tail end of uh, of the episode, but um, you know we all need things. You've given us so much wisdom um, so far in this episode, so I appreciate Thank it. Thank you, yes, sir. Thank you. But uh, you need things as well. So if someone were to bring you something, what would you want to receive? If someone were to bring me something, yep, a deal, um, a contact, uh, anything. Well, I tell you. Uh, between now and the end of the year, I am looking actually at purchasing at least two more triplexes. So if someone comes to me and say, hey, I got this deal for you, uh, I'm more in this, this southeast district where I, I, where I know. So always my goal, my, my motto is buy what you know as well. So I couldn't buy in Seattle because I don't know anything about Seattle, you know, so I have to stay down here in the South, you know, so, but I, I was always looking for a, a deal in the South area, South region here where of, of a triplex. So okay. if someone have a triplex deal for me and said, hey, I got you on this one, I would love to do it. And especially if it's only financing. So. <laughs> <laughs> little cherry on top. The cherry on top, right, you know, so. <laughs> Perfect. Well, yeah, Sean, thank you again for coming on. Um, I know I can speak for everybody listening and watching that we appreciated you coming on and sharing your wisdom. Um, so if someone did want to get in contact with you, what would be the best way for them to do that? Oh, probably LinkedIn, you know, um, yeah, LinkedIn, or you can email me at uh, sugarbearproperties at yahoo.com. Again, sugarbearproperties um, at yahoo.com. Um, always looking to meet new people, always looking to uh, learn new things. So feel free to reach out to me again, LinkedIn or my email address. 
Perfect. Well, there you heard it, guys. Um, if you want to get in contact with Sean, sugarbearproperties at yahoo.com, or I will put his LinkedIn profile in the show notes. You can uh, check it out there. So again, Sean, thanks for coming on. Um, for everybody watching, uh, we look forward to seeing you guys on the next episode. Thank you. Thank you for joining us on the Real Estate Investing Club. If you feel we provided value, we would appreciate it if you hit that thumbs up, share with your friends online, whatever it may be. If you'd like to share or partner with us on an investment deal, we are always looking for quality projects. Go to www.therealestateinvestingclub.com to get in contact with one of our partners. Otherwise, I hope you guys have an absolutely fantastic day and I look forward to seeing you on the next episode. All right, before I officially sign off, I have a quick announcement to make. If you're interested in becoming a passive investor in one of my deals, my own company, Kaizen Properties, is looking for capital partners for our upcoming projects. We invest in what are known as recession-resistant assets, mainly self-storage facilities, mobile home and RV parks, and industrial properties. If you're interested in investing and would like to learn a little bit more about my company, our investing criteria, and some of the previous projects we've done, Go to the Real Estate Investing Club podcast at therealestateinvestingclub.com and scroll all the way down to the bottom of the page. Click on the Invest With Us button. That'll pop up the investor form. Fill that out and we will reach back out to you as soon as we can. Or if you prefer a little bit more of a personal touch, you can reach out to me at gabe at therealestateinvestingclub.com. So really, that is it. Again, it was a pleasure hanging out with you guys during this episode, and I look forward to seeing you on the next episode.